welcome aboard Just Jets with your captain, Matt O'Leary. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to Just Jets episode number 97. What's going on? I am Matt O'Leary here with another episode. And yeah, it's going to be a little bit different, uh, as I'm sure you've heard by now if you follow along with me uh, on social media. I was added to COVID protocol. I'm on the COVID list. So uh, this episode isn't going to be so much uh, a full length one in terms of me doing my opener and voicemail. So it's going to be very voicemail heavy. Um, probably going to be the only video that I do during this week. We'll see how I feel towards the end of the week. But um, yeah, just wanted to get the regular show out there. And we have a lot of business to take care of. So you guys will get your rants out there. and I'll kind of just react as we go. But before that, listen up, fellas. 2021 was not very fun, but it's almost time for the new year, which means new balls with our sponsor, Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, offering precision-engineered tools for your family jewels and helping 2 million men all over the world get rid of hair on their balls. Don't let yourself go into 2022 with the same way that you were here in 2021. you got to start your way off on the right foot. So get 20% off and free shipping with my code JETS20 at manscaped.com. That is J-E-T-S 20 with free shipping at manscaped.com and use my promo code Jets 20. So let's hop right into it. Again, it's going to be very voicemail heavy on this show. Um, and I'll kind of just react as we go here. Uh, the first call we have is from Eric. He's calling, he's from Long Island originally, calling in from Belgium. Uh, he has some takes on Zach Wilson. Hey, Matt, it's uh, Eric calling. I haven't called in about a year. I'm calling from Belgium. Well, I'm in Belgium. I'm I'm from Long Island, but I'm in Belgium, so I'm calling you from Belgium as we speak. And I uh, ordered the game today, um, the NFL Game Pass. I ordered it on my phone, so I was watching the Jets today. And um, to be honest with you, I really – I don't want to sound down about all this. But I don't know if Zach Wilson's our future quarterback or not. I, I think he's got the arm talent. He definitely has a great arm, probably the best arm since Estaverde. I'm the Jets at least, but as far as, like, the way he plays, Trevor Lawrence looked a lot better today. I mean, you can't say he didn't. Um, You know, I would have been much happier if we lost the way Jacksonville did and Zach Wilson had that kind of game. He's yet to throw for 300 yards. I mean, you look at Darnold's first year, and um, he had four games against uh, the Colts, the Broncos, the Lions, five, the Texans and the Packers. Well, he looked well. He looked good, and he still didn't pan out um, in his first year. He didn't pan out, obviously. Um, I, I just I don't know if I see him being under center in three years or two years from now. I I know this year is not um, quarterback draft apparently. Although you go back to the draft with uh, Mahomes and Watson, and they said that wasn't a good quarterback draft, and look at what happened. So. Yeah, I don't know, but do you really – my question is, do you really think, you know, gun to your head, that Zach Wilson's under center for this team in three years? I mean, he just – he doesn't – just doesn't look good. He's not accurate. He – yeah, they won today, but I would have rather lost than him threw the ball over the yard, you know. And he's yet to do that. He doesn't have one 300-yard game. And uh, I get it. He's playing with backup receivers and all that, but 
Trevor Lawrence wasn't playing with anything great today either. So he yeah. played like shit too. Thank you very much, and let me know what you think. Um, couple things. Uh, I was just looking back here at some of these numbers. Um, yeah, 102 yards passing. That doesn't look good, but. Uh, he had 91 yards on the ground. He has seven touchdowns to three turnovers since coming back. Um, so I think he has gotten better. The incre- There's been incremental progress in, what, three of the last four games, right? Let's see. Yeah, in three of the last four games, he has um, a passer rating above 80. Um, Trevor Lawrence has one touchdown since the calendar flipped to November. Um, so I don't know if that's really the one where I want to stake my claim in, but um, I've said it with Wilson. I've said it with Lawrence. I've said it with Fields, um, Lance Jones. I don't think any one of the their careers can be defined after however many games it's been 10, 14 games, 15, depending on you know which quarterback you are. Um, when you look in the 2018 class specifically, the two best quarterbacks after the first year looked like it was. Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold in that order. And if you were to do it now, it's Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, which um, things can change. Um, Who knows if he's going to be the guy in three years. I am optimistic that he can be. He's someone that I liked a lot. I did like Darnold a fair bit um, when he came out. And in his first and second year, um, he just fell off a cliff in year three and could not stay healthy. So we'll see. But I think like Sam got Zach deserves the 30 starts or whatever it was he does this team is it's a young team that's going to grow together so we'll see but I'm not out on Zach Wilson Joe from Tremble he has his Zach Wilson update let's see what he has hey Matt this is Joe from Tremble uh I called him before but you could just discard that one because it wasn't wasn't that good but um I'm back yeah with two Zach Wilson update. Listening to your review that just came out, and looking at Twitter, and I want to say, there's a lot of people ragging on Zach this week, saying same thing now for the Texans game. Like, yeah, we win, but uh, did we really win? Like, we got to win it up better. And to that, I say, just because Zach only had 100 yards, people are completely throwing out the 98 rushing yards, 200 total yards of offense in a game where they also had 100 other yards from Michael Carter. That is not a bad game whatsoever. You know, you win the game. A win is a win, bitches. <laughs> the quote Matt O'Leary. True. So that narrative going around, it's gross. It's very tough. It's, it's probably the same people who were saying people and the people who think that, like, Kenny Pickett is going to be the Jets starting quarterback next year. It's like, shut up. Like, you got to move on at some point. You have to let go and realize Zach Wilson has now only thrown two picks in his last six games. Zero in the last three, and like this kid is showing legitimate uh, rise and growth, and just like they gotta stop being positive. But you know this is their narrative, so if, if they're gonna stay like this. Anyway, uh, Matt, I almost told you Zach. <laughs> uh, Matt, I want to get your take on uh, the, the negativity continuing in the fan base. I'll do with the B two. Haven't got to see anything from them yet. But thanks again for taking my call. Love you, Matt. Hope you had great holidays. Uh, see you. Let's go, Jets. Thank you, man. You too. Um, I thought Zach was pretty good this past week. Um, was it phenomenal? No, I, I still think the the game against the tenth the Tennessee Titans probably going to be his, his big game of the year. But uh, I thought he was good. I thought he was good, and I'm happy with what I've seen from him in the last few weeks. I think he looks significantly calmer, and 
they were playing down three offensive linemen and down three of their better receivers. It's just, I don't know, you scratch your head um, with what he's been working with. It's just, it it sucks. But um, I don't know. Some fans are just going to always spin it that way. Um, I try. I'm not always successful at it, but I try to stay down the middle or just you know, kind of react and call it as I see it. And I think that Wilson's been getting better. And I think the turnovers um, going away has really been a good thing. And and we'll see. I'm not worried about him going forward. He's going to be the starter in 2022. Um, And I think he has a chance to be really good if they continue to build around him properly. You have a ton of money in free agency again. You have a boatload of draft picks. There's no reason that this team can't be competitive next year. Just that's there's no reason it can't. It's the NFL. You got to start hitting on some of these guys. Um, but I to answer your question, it's just that's how some people are that they're going to want to spin it that way. You have people if they lost that game would have been mad that they lost, and you have people since they won are they're, they're mad that they won. So you can't please everybody, unfortunately. But what can you do? We're going to go to Ben up next. He's calling in from Cali. He's got reaction too. Hey, Matt. Um, game, game just ended. Or not ended, probably a couple hours ago, but we won. I was rooting for the win. You know, drops good and all, but it's better to see the win. <clears throat> and Wilson played good. Michael Carter played good. Um, I just feel like, I mean, Wilson, he looked like, he just looked comfortable, which is the main thing that I wanted to see. You know, because, you know, getting Aiden Hutchinson is really good. But if Wilson turns out to be, you know, our guy for the next however many years, that's worth it over, you know, an edge rusher. But um, the main thing I wanted to talk about was receivers. And, you know, Denzel Vince doesn't look like he's going to work out. Barrios is good. But with how many injuries always happen, I don't see why we wouldn't take a receiver in the first round like Darrell Wolf or Jameson Williams. And I know you have kind of touched on that, but I think we should do it. I just wanted to hear what you thought about, like, maybe taking a receiver in the first round. And uh, yep. good win today. And good yeah, I'm definitely not opposed to it. I And I know you're going to have people argue about um, how they need help on defense, which is true. Um, taking receiver that high instead of a safety or a corner, I, I, I get it, but this wide receiver room isn't complete. They need more. They do. Um, and it's sad because I thought Denzel Mims was going to be a big part of that, but until he proves otherwise, I think you have to act like he's not. So you can't go into next year with just Corey Davis and Elijah Moore. You, you need more there. So, yeah, I want a higher ceiling guy. I'm good with bringing Braxton back as the special teams guy in depth beyond that because you need depth if he's your fourth or fifth receiver. Fine. And you go from there. Or if you want to sign someone in free agency, then, you know, then that could potentially open up that second first rounder to do something else. There's many ways to go about this. Um, so it's really... It's hard for me to say one way or another, like, oh, my God, this is 100% something that they should do uh, because we don't know how free agency is going to play out. 
like if they sign a big name guy, then obviously they're not going to draft one. Um, if they sign a big corner, then they're not going to draft one. Um, if they sign a right guard, then you're probably not going to spend an early uh, round pick on an offensive lineman in this year's draft class. So there's many, many ways Joe Douglas can go, and I think we'll have a better idea for what his plan is going to be come March. But now there's a ton of different ways the Jets can go, and I would not be upset at all if they take a first-round receiver. I just wouldn't. Um, make your make your young quarterback's life easy. Um, and tight end help too, please. Shane in New Jersey's up next. Shane, what do we got, buddy? Mr. Matt O'Leary, how we doing? Shane from Jersey calling you on this gorgeous victory Monday. I uh, just kind of wanted to give you a quick reaction to the game and then a question I have for you. Uh, first off, I was there yesterday, and as nice. Jake Aspen called it, the air conditioning unit of a stadium. Uh, great analogy because that's exactly what it is. Yep. Cold, windy day. Big shout-out to everyone that went because, you know, down in the ducks, Jets jagged, everyone hurt. That place was rocking after the Zach touchdown and the Barrios kick return. So that was awesome because uh, when I got there and half the seats were in field, it was a little depressing, and you didn't have to shove anybody around to get to your seats. It was, you, could, you could feel the emptiness even in the parking lot. But you know what? They scored. I don't know if you could hear on TV, but – it was, it was rocking, it was moving, and again, half the seats weren't filled. So that was just cool to see some electricity in the stadium for however many people were there. Uh, and that was cool. And seeing it in person, man, Zach looked so comfortable with a JV team of guys out there. Yeah. I consider myself a diehard fan, as you know, you and the other people on the show who call and stuff. Uh, I'd love to know if anybody can name half the guys that <laughs> played yesterday, because I truly couldn't. I had no idea who the hell was out there half the time. But I love the win. Love it moving forward. Lo- loved it for Zach. It looked like his team. So that was just absolutely awesome. The question I want to go uh, for you and see where you are moving forward is just kind of where you are on Mekhi Becton. Uh, starting to get a little nervous about that, you know, how that's been pushed out of the rug this year. He's such a dominant piece in uh, the first-round pick last year. And on top of that, I feel like it's a little more pressure because now that Mims looks so bad, 2020 draft class kind of looks like a wash because uh, Bryce Hall is the only guy who plays. And, again, Mims looks so bad. Just so you know, where do you stand on him? Are you a little nervous? Do you want to see him maybe move to right tackle? Or are, are you not worried and you think he'll come back next year strong as ever, a little bit healthy after wrestling season? I totally get him not playing because, you know, we kind of suck early and why throw him back there, a big guy returning from injury. But, yeah, just are, are you concerned? Are you not? Uh, but, yeah, that's it. Love the show, man. Keep it up. Go Jets, baby. Be good. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, with Makai Becton, um, I don't anticipate him moving to right tackle. Because um, as a rookie, I think people, and I'm not saying Shane in general, but um, I think people are quick to forget just how good he was for the New York Jets as a rookie. And how he got hurt this year was he got rolled up on by his garbage right guard. There's no way to prevent that. He wasn't out of shape. It's It's a narrative that people love to push, but... He wasn't. He actually looked like, if you remember, uh, Quinn and Williams did going into his second year, looked much more in shape, and he had a really good year. And I think Makai was primed to do that before he got his knee rolled into. Um, to me, it was a fluky injury. So I fully anticipate him to come back and be a dominant left tackle, which is exactly what he looked like last year. He played at nearly a Pro Bowl level. 
uh, as a rookie, just like what Elijah Vera Tucker is doing right now. Um, so I, I, I don't think that if, and I'm not, obviously you don't want this to happen. You want this to be fully good here, but if God forbid Elijah Vera Tucker missed all of next year at, at this time next year, are we talking about Elijah Vera Tucker being a bust? I, I don't, I don't think so. I wouldn't be. Maybe some people would because I didn't think by this time uh, last year you'd have people talking about Makai Becton being a bust, which is just, it's strange to me. But it, it is what it is. You have people who are going to stand, you know, have that hard stance. So thank you, Shane. Let's go to Dante uh, down in Georgia. Hey, Matt. It's Dante from Georgia. It's been a few weeks, um, but. I want to call in about the Jets and Jaguars game. First off, I hope you had a Merry Christmas. Thank you, and you too. enjoyed it with the family. Um, but I do just want to say about this game, besides the fact that uh, I think Zach Wilson made me more of a believer in him than I was going into this game. Uh, the progress that he's shown the past five or six games that he's played um, is extremely noticeable. It might not be like mind-blowing numbers, but I mean, progress in the rookie quarterback, progress in a quarterback is something the Jets have not seen in years. So, it's, you know, it's nice to see. Um, but I do want to say, it's so hard being a Jets fan, and it's not even because the team. It's because the fans. Um, some fans, I know not all of them, but they bitch if we lose and they bitch if we win. And... It's it's so sad to see a young team with, like, 20 people, 20 starters on the COVID list. 20 is probably not the right number. But it's a lot. It's so a lot. many starters on the COVID list and seeing all these guys step up and take a win away from the first overall pick, QB, who we people were clowning us to uh, that we lost out on last year. Guy hasn't done anything. He has the same amount of passing touchdowns than Derrick Henry has since October. And I don't think Derrick Henry's played since October. Like, Trevor Lawrence, you know, it's too soon to call Zach Wilson a star. It's too soon to call Trevor Lawrence a bust. But I like who we picked. I like who That's we ended true. up with. Um, but the fact that the Jets fans are crying about a fourth overall pick compared to a second overall pick, it, it, it's ridiculous. Do you guys want to win or not? We're not going to go 17-0. and 0. And we're not going to go 0 and 17. There's going to be years where we go 4 and 13. There's going to be years where we go 7 and 10. There's going to be years where we go 10 and 7. You're going to lose and win games. It's like pick what you want. Like we're we're going to have a up and down team. We're full of rookies. We're full of first year staff members. It's ridiculous seeing some of these comments and complaining. Thank God Seattle sucks. We still have two top 10 picks. But the fact that we are crying over a draft spot is horrible and that's uh that's the basis of my phone call uh i've still been listening in although i haven't been calling in but you take care of yourself man talk to you soon and have a great new year thank you buddy you too um yeah it kind of goes back to the you're not going to be able to please everyone thing that i was saying from earlier um but also on on this one uh in this game in particular um it's frustrating when you have people who just want to lose all the time, right? Like last year, it was, I think people have to understand last year versus this year in terms of wanting to tank in the tank, completely different. You were trying to get 
a quarterback and you knew Adam Gase was not the future, you knew that Sam Darnold was not the future, you were going nowhere. Where this team, there's a lot of guys on this team who are building blocks and going to be here going forward. So them winning a game in the fashion that they did is fine. Now, I wouldn't be crying today if they lost the game to the Jaguars because I think you could have looked at the draft positioning as a consolation prize. You go, okay, they lost. Zach looked pretty good, but they but they lost. So, all right, you could spin it where your positive is the draft pick, but I'm going to spin this as the positive of a young team with a lot of guys out winning in a tough situation. So that that's how I want to look at it. I know not everyone's going to want to look at it that way, but don't know. Today's video is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is coming soon to New York. It won't be long until you can bet on all your favorite sports right here in New York on the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app. You know DraftKings for their daily fantasy contests, and now they've brought their expertise to sports betting so that sports fans everywhere can get in on the action. DraftKings Sportsbook offers everything you would ever want from a sports betting app, from player props to same-game parlays. They really have it all. In just a short time, you'll be able to bet on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home with one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, DraftKings Sportsbook. It's safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So check out DraftKings and tell them that I sent you by using my promo code Matt O'Leary. That is Matt O'Leary as the promo code for DraftKings Sportsbook coming soon to New York State. Elliot. New Jersey. He wants to talk about some pass catchers, man. Let's do it. Hi, this is Elliot from Jersey. Um, obviously, it was a great win yesterday, and but you know, we need pass catchers, and I think that's obvious. I mean, you talked about it, and I feel like a guy like Robert Woods would be good on this team. I mean, system fit. I feel like similar to Sean McVay, that outside zone scheme. Um, I feel like because they have Odell now, Robert Woods might become the odd man out. Just let me know what you think. As always, go Jeff. It's I mean, it's it's possible. Uh, I like Robert Woods a lot, and I do think that they need to add to this wide receiver room. I wouldn't be upset at all if they brought in Robert Woods. Um, I think he's a really good player. And maybe, you're right, maybe they do want to stick with Odell. And I believe there's an out in Robert Woods' contract this year. So if they do decide to cut bait, then he could become a free agent. Then Okay. Yeah, let's roll. I, th- I think that's a pretty solid guy. As you said, he's probably a pretty good scheme fit. Um, I like it. That would kind of really start to round out this wide receiver room a little bit. So it would be fun. I, I think Robert Woods is a very underrated receiver. I know Cooper Cup gets a ton of love, and rightfully so. He's a great receiver. But um, Robert Woods has been solid for a really long time. So I... I I think you're onto something here, Elliot. We're going to do Caden in New York. He has some reaction as well. Hey, Matt, this is Caden Smith calling from Western New York. So this is the day after the um, Jets beat the Jaguars. So I wanted to call it a quick recap and a, just a slight rebuttal against your <clears throat> one video you put out on why the Jets shouldn't draft Kyle Hamilton. So, but first of the Jets game. So it, really, you look at it, the Jets beat the Jaguars. We were supposed to. So, I mean, I'm happy for the boys that we won. I was kind of hoping to lose in the way in the way of getting Thibodeau or Hutchinson. But what happens happened. We won the game. It's good for the players. So just a quick recap of the team. 
really you'll start with Zach. Zach did what he needed to do. Nothing spectacular on in the passing plays. He got what he needed to do, got the ball where he needed to do, um, where he needed to be, and he did good with that. Um, and he was electric on the ground. That run That's was true. awesome. So Zach did what he needed to do. Look, Michael Carter was damn awesome. His first 100-yard game is John. I think there will be many more to come. I hope so, um, too. But he was awesome, especially with having AVT and LDT out. That was really impressive. I mean, the receivers really can't say much about them. Um, the O-line created a lot of pressure for Zach besides George Fan, but Zach did a good job at evading the pressure. Then on the defense, they held up where they needed to. Um, they made the plays when they needed to. really didn't get much pressure. But the linebackers did well. They covered well, didn't really miss many tackles. Um, on the safeties, Will Parks and Jason Minock played surprisingly well. And then just the cornerbacks did what they needed to do. And... Bryce Hall, I just can't get enough of this kid. He's just been doing so good, plays great coverage, and he really is the future for the Jets. So really happy about that. And then one quick rebuttal I wanted to say about your video about why the Jets shouldn't draft Kyle Hamilton. I want to bring up a stat that I had saw after the Chiefs beat the Chargers on that crazy Thursday night football game. So... I'm pretty sure that I, uh, yeah, I saw this stat from Pro Football Focus, and I'm pretty sure it said when Derwin James was on the field, Travis Kelsey had 22 snaps and like one catch for 14 yards. When um, Derwin James wasn't on the field, um, Kelsey had like 38 snaps for nine catches for 144 yards and like a touchdown or more. And the funny thing is, Kyle Hamilton draft comparison from um, the draft network is Derwin James. So I understand that safety isn't as valued now, but why wouldn't you want someone that can come in and, like, take out a top-tier tight end out of the game and make one less throw for you? So curious to hear your reaction, and go Jets. Um, I think it's fair, and I, I think he's going to be a good player in this league. Um, it's going to go back to kind of similarly – Similarly to what I always say here, um, I believe in my heart of hearts that Robert Sala and Jeff Ulbrich are trying to build this defense around uh, the front four and getting after the quarterback. And the secondary is going to be a little bit more of an afterthought um, on this on this team. I think that uh, you know, and that's not to say that they can't bring in um, a, a free agent corner, not someone who you're going to you know pay a, a ton a ton of money to, but you could bring in a starting caliber free agent corner, a starting caliber safety who's you know middle of the pack, um, or even like a Marcus Williams type, um, and then use one of your two seconds or a third on safety. I would rather do that um, than use potentially the sixth pick on it or seventh pick, wherever it ends up being. Um, and Derwin James is a great player, but one player isn't going to make up your entire defense. The Chargers have allowed the second most points this year. And in terms of yards, they're 22nd. Now, Derwin James uh, missed all of 2020, missed pretty much all of 20. He played five games in 2019. In 2018, he played all 16 games. They had... They were eighth, and they were eighth and ninth then. So they were obviously significantly better at that point. But 
I don't think that the Jets specifically are going to put a focus on that position. I think instead they would rather use um, that pick on edge, offensive line, receiver, maybe linebacker. Um, I, I would just be really surprised. And again, I don't think that Kyle Hamilton's a bad player. I don't. I just don't think it's going to be the move for the Jets. Um, let's hit up Travis from Ohio. Travis, what do you got, my friend? Hey, Matt. What's up, buddy? Travis from Ohio. Sorry, buddy. Been a while since we talked to you. I hope you had a Merry Christmas and wish you a Happy New Year, obviously. Uh, just wanted to look at the Jets in the year interview. Sure. Like, looking at our predictions, like, we predicted them to be, like, the floor, floor was around three to five when the ceiling was seven to nine. They felt four right now, and I don't see them beating Tampa Bay or the Bills. So, within range, figured it would be a roller coaster year. Of course, it has been. With the youngest team in the league and rookie head coach, quarterback, offensive coordinator, you know, across the board, rookies everywhere. So growing pains all around. Then we beat Trevor Lawrence, who was supposed to be our savior last year. And Zach, Mrs. Wilson's baby boy, God bless her, had the better game. So, kudos to him. With with all the people on COVID, the depleted line, receivers, defense is still atrocious with what we got. And we talked about how thin they were at linebacker with what they had wasn't either proven or it could prove that they could play a whole year. That came to fruition. Unfortunately, we thought the offensive and defensive lines were going to be studs and wide receivers, but that didn't quite pan out. But it, you still got to like the direction. I mean, you'll still take it. I mean, compared to what we've seen before, Cap situation, the draft pick, Seattle. It, it's been fun cheering against Seattle. That's and true. Carolina and rooting for teams like Detroit and Houston and Jacksonville, except last week. So, different vibe. Anyway, it's a different time. Next year is going to be a different year in a couple of days. So, love you, buddy. Love Mrs. Wilson. Go Jets. Bye. Thank you very much, Travis, for calling in and checking in with us here. Um, yeah, they obviously aren't going to reach where I thought they would. I predicted I predicted them to go seven and ten. Uh, I also didn't think that they were going to lose as many key pieces on this team for as long as they did. Uh, Marcus May barely played. Carl Lawson didn't play at all. Vinnie Curry didn't play at all. Uh, Elijah Moore's missed significant time. Corey Davis missed significant time. Zach missed time. Like Michael Carter's missed time. Tevin Coleman's missed time. Um, 
Mackay Becton missed the whole year. Like, <laughs> there's a lot that really went wrong with this team. Um, that's crazy. You know, you don't really sit and think about it until you get a call like this and you go through them like, oh, yeah, well, they lost that guy. And LaMarcus Joyner out for the, oh, my God, the amount of pieces that this team missed. Um, and if all those guys are healthy, yeah, maybe they win a couple more games. And right now the Jets are sitting at like six wins instead of four. Whatever. It's if they end up going four and thirteen, they go four and thirteen. Uh this year's about development, and I really hope that Wilson plays strong the you know, and finishes the year strong down the stretch here. And I would like to see some more passing touchdowns go up. I'd like to see some more passing yards go up, but um I definitely like that Wilson seems to be more comfortable in the offense, which for a rookie, that's really all you can ask for. So hopefully the development continues. We're going to go to Nikki in New Jersey. He has a conspiracy for us. Oh, boy. Matt, this is Nikki from Montclair, New Jersey, and I'm here to break to you the first Jets conspiracy in podcast history, so get your tinfoil hat on. I'm ready. So I think that Braxton Berrios is the next Wayne Corbett, and it's obvious. Both their jerseys end with the number zero. Both are small Caucasian men. Wayne is a town in New Jersey. Braxton is a town in Missouri. Wayne Corbett drafted in 1995. Braxton Berrios born in 1995. Berrios has Seven letters in that last name. Krebet, seven letters in that last name. And if that's not weird enough, if I haven't made you a believer, this is where it gets crazy. When Wayne Krebet first came out, everyone joked how his name was spelled. They were like, oh, that's like Sherbert, Krebet Sherbert. Barrio sounds like berries. Both these guys sound like fruits or desserts. And I think it's about time Jet Nation starts getting into this conspiracy. Let's re-sign Braxton Berrios. Wow. <laughs> it's like true detective over here. Um, I do think that they should bring back Braxton Berrios. I think he should be the returner next year, and I think he should be like a fourth, fifth receiver on this team. Um, wow. <laughs> I love it. Uh, what can what else can you say? Uh, other than these days, it can be hard to find and hire the right candidates for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs made it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster. And guess what? It's for free. You can create a free job post in just minutes on LinkedIn to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Uh, LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash MO. That is linkedin.com slash MO to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Now, let's get back into these voicemails. We got Ben in New Jersey. He wants to talk about the 2021 draft class. What's up, Matt? It's Ben from Jersey. As the season winds down, I think it's only right to give out some grades for our 2021 draft class, which, in my opinion, has been really good. So, obviously, we're going to start with Zach Wilson. I'm going to give him – we give him a, a B-minus. He started off the season horrible, obviously marred by that four-interception game against New England in the home opener. But 
since he came back from injury, he's he's really stepped it up. He's only thrown two picks, and he's thrown seven touchdowns since he returned from injury. He's showing the flashes of improvement, and that's all that really matters. He hasn't been perfect, and, and literally no rookie quarterback can be perfect, unless you're Justin Herbert from last year, but hmm. that's the point. So I'm going to give Wilson a B-minus. Next up, Elijah Vera Tucker, A. He's been so good on the offensive line. Borderline pro bowler. Amazing in the run game. Needs a, a pass game could work on a little bit, but I think Elijah Vera Tucker's been a home run. So worth it trading up for him. Uh, next up, Elijah Moore. I'm going to give him an A also. He started off the season kind of slow, but once, um, once week eight rolled around, came up, he, um, he had a solid game. I think he had six receptions for like 70 yards, and since then he's been amazing. Obviously, he missed, he's missing, he missed a few games with a hamstring injury, but now it looks like he's going to be back for the next, for the last two weeks, so I'm giving him my man today. Next up, Michael Carter. I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him an A minus. There are some, he started off the season kind of slow. It seemed like his yards per carry were kind of low, but he's been, but like, since also since week eight, he's been really good. A threat of the passing game. He always fights for yardage. He's he's a future our our future running our running back. Um, Jamie Sherwood. I'm gonna, and that's an incomplete grade. He barely played it any time at all. And Michael Carter. This. What's up, Matt? It's Ben from Jersey. As the season winds down, I think it's only right to give out some grades for our 2021 draft class, which in my opinion has been really good. So obviously we're going to start with Zach Wilson. I'm going to give him, we give him a, a B minus. He started up the season horrible, obviously marred by that four interception game against New England, the home opener. But since he came back from injury, he's, he's really stepped it up. He's only thrown two picks and he's thrown seven touchdowns since he returned from injury. He's showing the flashes of improvement, and that's all that really matters. He hasn't been perfect, and, and literally no rookie quarterback can be perfect, unless you're Justin Herbert from last year, but <laughs> that's, true. that's the point. So I'm going to give Wilson a B-. minus. Next up, Elijah Vera Tucker, A. He's been so good on the offensive line. Borderline pro bowler. Amazing in the run game. Needs a the pass game could work on a little bit, but I think Elijah Vera Tucker has been a home run. So worth it trading up for him. Uh, next up, Elijah Moore. I'm going to give him an A also. He started off the season kind of slow, but once, um, once week eight rolled around, came up, he, um, he had a solid game. I think he had six receptions for like 70 yards, and since then he's been amazing. Obviously, he missed, he's missing a he missed a few games with a hamstring injury, but now it looks like he's going to be back for the next for the last two weeks. So I'm giving my man an A. Next up, Michael Carter. I'm going to give him. I'm going to give him an A minus. Hmm. There's some. He started off the season kind of slow. It seemed like his yards per carry were kind of low, but he's been. But like since also since week eight, he's been really good. A threat in the passing game. He always fights for yardage. He's he's a future. Or, our future running, running back. I agree with that. Um, Jamie Sherwood, I'm gonna, and that's an incomplete grade. He barely played it any time at all. And Michael Carter, the second man, I'm giving 
for the value we got him at, I'm giving that an A. He's been one of the best slot corners. Jason Pinnock, I'm going to give him a complete grade. Same with Hamza Nazarene. And Brandon Eccles, I'm going to give him an A-. He's had, for a sixth-round pick, he's been great. He won that Rookie of the Week um, two weeks ago. And Jonathan Marshall gave me a complete grade also. So overall, this job class has been really good. And I'm excited for the future. Let me know your thoughts. And as always, go Jets. Thank you. Um, I think your grades are pretty fair um, for the most part. I agree with pretty much everything. I think you said Wilson B minus. So that sounds about right. I think that could improve. Um, I was really pleasantly surprised with Eccles. My expectations really weren't there for him, but he's been good. And Michael Carter the second, I think, has been excellent. Uh, he's been a great find. Um, and I would really like to see Elijah Moore, Michael Carter, Zach Wilson at full strength the next couple of weeks here. I think that's what I'm looking forward to the most over the last two games. So obviously a very tough game against Tampa Bay this week uh, and then against Buffalo to close out the year. Those, those are two very good football teams. Uh, and the Bills defense is obviously one of the best in football. So uh, they'll have their work cut out for them, but I'm going to hang it up for tonight. I think that's going to do it for me. Tried to get through as many as I could, um, so appreciate it. Thank you for sticking with me. I'm Matt O'Leary, and I'll, text, I'll talk to you next time.